the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Israel. 
I do not proclaim the gospel. For if I do this of my own will, I have a reward. But if not of my own will, I am entrusted with a commission. What then is my reward? Just this, that in my proclamation, I may make the gospel free of charge, so as not to make full use of my rights in the gospel. For though I am free with respect to all, I have made myself a slave to all, so that I might win more of them. To the Jews I became as a Jew, in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law I became as one outside the law, though I am not free from God's law, but am under Christ's law, so that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, so that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, so that I might by all means save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, so that I may share in its blessings. The word of the Lord.
hold on to the neighboring towns so that I may proclaim the message there also. So that is what I came out to do. And he went throughout Galilee proclaiming the message in the synagogue and casting out demons. The Gospel of the Thank you. 
promise me that you will grow up to be the best you can be. You promise? Good. Fever left her, and she began to serve. I don't know how do you say it when you're talking about peace. But if we were talking about one of us, we might say his career is advancing nicely. Or her star is rising. Or we might say that he's on a roll. Or she's a mover and a shaker. In our text for today, Jesus has just launched his career, and already the whole town is beating a path his doorstep in order to receive his ministry. And all this without an ad agency. It is important to see our text for today in its context. Remember first that we are in the cha chapter one of Mark's gospel. We are in the very beginning of Jesus, of Mary's very beginning. Jesus, just verses earlier, recruited four disciples. He preached at the synagogue in Capernaum and was lucky enough to have a demon-possessed person at that service so that he could perform an exorcism. Believe me, very few newly ordained clergy would be thrilled to have a demon-possessed person at that first sermon. But Jesus was up to the task. He performed the exorcism, and the word begins to spread over the whole region of Galilee. According to Mark, the people were amazed at his teaching in the synagogue. They were amazed at the authority with which he preached, and they were amazed that the evil spirits obeyed him. By sundown, the whole town 
Sabbath at his door. And by the next morning, everyone was there. There's nothing like a satisfied customer to bring in more clients. Even though there was neither TV evening news, nor morning paper, the word spread throughout the region that amazing things were being were happening. Jesus, son of Mary and Joseph of Nazareth, was preaching and healing and doing all kinds of miraculous things. It was even reported that he went to a wedding in Cana and turned water into wine. Jesus is star is rising. He has just launched his ministry, and people cannot keep their eyes off of him. Can you imagine how good it must have felt to Jesus to have people respond to his ministry? Jesus may still be in his ministry in church, but he's speaking like he's the person himself. Jesus became a household name in all the region of Galilee, and he didn't have one Super Bowl championship waiting for his name. He was not part of an Oscar-winning movie. He hadn't been on the cover of the news magazine. No one, except perhaps the Emperor of Rome, was a household name in the time of Jesus, except for Jesus himself. Everywhere we went, the word of his coming preceded him. The excitement of his presence surrounded him. And the stories of his ministry lingered long after his departure. The young Jesus was operating from his strength. He could interact with people long into the evening hours, catch a few hours sleep, and be up early in the morning while others still slept. All those years working for Joseph gave him lots of time to think. He had put together some really wonderful sermons while pushing the planes for Joseph's poverty shop. Indeed, he has smoothed and polished many a chair while contemplating his stance in relationship to the Pharisees and Sadducees and Herodians. The sounds of the hammers and chisels of the shop made conversation very difficult, but for the purpose of contemplation. Jesus was ready for his ministry, and all the signs suggested that he was going to be a great success. He was at the top of his game for so early in his career. In today's gospel account, Jesus entered the house of Simon Andrew with James and John. They found Simon's mother-in-law in bed with a fever. When Jesus learned about her, he went and took her by the hand lifted her up. Then the people left her, and she began to serve them. It is at this point that Jesus does something really odd. Jesus, successful Jesus, thoughtful 
got up early in the morning while it was still dark, went off to a solitary place and prayed. I find this to be an important lesson. Too much of our prayers is garden of Gethsemane prayer. When we are sick or in pain or in grief, we're quick to turn to God in prayer. When our relationships are faltering and our marriages are crumbling, we are quick to turn to God in prayer. When we face troubling exams or can't pay our bills or our children don't choose faith or too many people need us, then we're quick to turn to God in prayer. But this passage in Mark is that in the time that seems to be the good times, we also need to go to God in prayer. In the best of times, we need to pray to strengthen our relationship with God so that our faith strong or more difficult times. In the best of times, we need to pray that we're not driven by self-serving temptations. In the best of times, we need to thank God for what God has allowed to happen to us rather than proclaim our own In the best of times, we need to pray that God will allow us to stay on the track to which we are called rather than being lured to an error. My dear friends, in this text for this morning, I see Jesus reminding us and encouraging us by his example. When things are going well for us, when it is the best of times, Jesus does not suggest that we pop off a little prayer before we roll over to go to sleep. Jesus encourages us to take prayer seriously in the good times of our lives.
firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him, and with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever.
and make haste to be kind. In the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.